When we dreamt up the idea of instant love, we had no idea that a living legend would say yes. Irma Thomas, who performs Crazy Love on the Instant Love Collection, said, I love the fact that women can show love to each other without guilt. We have been doing it from the beginning of time. My mother was a she, and she gave me unconditional love all of my life. So why not express it in a song? I'm Alison Zadaran, and this is Instant Love. So good morning, Richard. Hello, Alison. On today's episode of the Instant Love podcast, we are kicking things off with a huge song in our collection, which is sung by a very famous New Orleanian where I'm from. So we got the legendary soul queen of New Orleans, Irma Thomas, to sing one of the most epic love songs of all time, Van Morrison's Crazy Love. I can hear her heartbeat from a thousand miles Yeah, the heavens open Every time she smiles And when I come to her That's where I belong Yeah, I run into her Like a river song She gave me love, love, love She gave me love, love Love, 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 crazy Crazy love. love. Yeah, you know, can't beat that. Van Morrison, fantastic. Um, Obviously, his recording of Crazy Love is amazing. Mm -hmm. But when you hear what Irma has done with it and how it makes you feel Mm -hmm. to hear a woman sing to a woman mm-hmm. in in her case mm-hmm. uh, thinking about her mom mm-hmm. it really changes the song and gives you a feeling that kicks off our uh, album mm-hmm. our podcast yep. and the whole project yes it's incredibly special we're very excited to talk about the production with eric heigel in new orleans who produced a huge chunk of the song talk about irma talk about new orleans talk about Devel crawford you know the way the song can be interpreted between women this is a big one and we are going to be covering all of that today on the instant love podcast we went deep new orleans we did yeah we yeah went to to irma thomas irma thomas i chose out of the list of songs that they had sent yeah i chose that song because it says a lot it, uh, you know other than other than the she didn't tell me the reason she wanted me to do it because she didn't tell me what the concept of the album was not that it would have mattered i still would have chosen that song but it says a lot in a few words it's a very mature love song. And I'm in for maturity. Even when I was a teenager, I was in for maturity. I've always liked songs that had great stories. And that song has a great story. Especially the line that's when I'm when I'm returning from some far away. A lot of people can relate to that. You know, the, especially those of us who travel a lot and don't always able aren't always able to bring our spouses or our best pal or best friend or girl or whoever with us. And this kind of song says a lot to that person. Let them know that while I was gone, I was thinking about you, you know? I like stories, songs that tell stories. And that one tells a fantastic story. Remember, I started off, before I became this uh, creature that I am, I started off as a songwriter. 
you know, and to me, the song is the most important element. You know, you have a great song, get a great artist to sing it, yeah. then you try to make a great recording of mm-hmm. it. But without a great song, you have nothing. I think here we have something really special. You know, it's a great Van Morrison song. That's the thing. It's hard to beat Van Morrison. I think you look at certain people's catalogs like Billy Joel or um, Tom Petty, all of which we've we've recorded songs in their catalog versus other artists. Like it just holds up like Crazy Love is just so good. I love that song. Yeah, it's really special and done by a very special artist. Uh, Irma uh, Thomas. Reinterpreting it yeah. um, woman to woman. Yeah. And it was funny because when we approached Irma, as you recall, well, first of all, approaching her in general was so exciting. Being, I'm from New Orleans and... No, I, I, I can't tell. <laughs> I grew up listening <laughs> to Irma say, say Thomas. Y'all. <laughs> y'all, it'll come, it'll come out, especially if we start drinking on this podcast. But... Yeah, she, she's been around since the 50s. She was on American Bandstand, and she used to play my parents' high school dances in New Orleans. And I always like to think of them kind of falling in love as teenagers, slow dancing to her music, or dancing more energetically to Breakaway, my favorite Irma Thomas song. Okay, yeah. So I wrote her via her website and never thought in a million years that she would never get she that. Never thought she looked at her website, no. right? No, and I still have the voicemail saved on my phone. That she, when she called me and said, this is Irma Thomas. And I just couldn't believe it. And as you recall too, we, she just said, give me five songs. She didn't want to sift through our long list of ideas. So we gave her five and she chose crazy love. And do you remember what she said? She said, my mother gave me unconditional love and I want to express it in a song. And Crazy Love is good like that because we'll talk in detail about this, but some songs are more specific than others. Some are a little bit more romantic. Crazy Love, I think, applies to any kind of love because it's not specific. She gave me love, 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 crazy love. And I love that my sister sings it to her daughter. It's one of her favorite songs to sing to her. And the fact that a woman now sings it was very special. And it's one of my favorite songs we've done for sure. Although I'm going to say that about everyone. No, but I, I, as we it's get really into special. talking about each song, we're going to find something special about yes. it. Uh, and you've said, too, the minute, every time you hear it, you say the same thing. You go, that voice. Yeah, because the other thing about, about songs and recording and from just experience, sometimes... You don't even have to do anything. The voice just comes out of the speakers and yes. it's, it's unique. It, yeah. it has a presence, yep. you know, and, she and has uh, that. effortless, almost uh, yeah. not even trying. But she's a singer and that's what she said. I'm a singer. It's what I do. She's been doing it for 50 years and she still tours and she's yeah, she a dynamo. Yeah. She is. But yeah. And then of course we got um, Eric Heigl in New Orleans to produce the majority of it, who we go back since childhood because our dads are bros and he's mm. this like mover and shaker in the New Orleans uh, music scene and then polished it off with Devell Crawford, brilliant piano player in New York City. In New York, And yeah. then it all came together. And I remember Alonzo too, who's in the room with us right now, the first time we played it for you. I actually still remember specifically what you said because it was such a compliment. You go, now that's a record. And I it just made me so happy to hear you say that because your ears are so tuned to this stuff.
heartbeat from a thousand miles and the heavens open every time she smiles and when I come to her that's where I belong yet I'm running to her like a river song she gave me love 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 crazy love she gave me When I'm feeling low down And when I come to her When the sun goes down She takes away my troubles Take away my grief Take away my heartache In the night like a thief She give me love, 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 love Crazy She gave me love, 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 crazy love Yeah, I need her in the daytime Yes, I need her in the night Yes, I wanna throw my arms around her Yes, I do And kissing her, the, kissing her the time. When I'm returning from so far away, she gave me some sweet loving, just brighten up my day. Yes, it make me righteous. Yes, it make me whole And it make me mellow Down into my soul She gave me love, 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 love Crazy love She gave me love, 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 love Crazy love She gave me love episode of Instant Love Podcast, we have a special guest named Eric Heigl, who is a producer, mixer, engineer, and musician out of New Orleans. And I have a sit-down conversation with him about the making of Crazy Love. Eric Heigl, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me to my, my place. <laughs> yes, your place is epic. I'm sitting here in New Orleans, where I'm from, where we're both from. And Eric has a very dope-ass pad. We got all kinds of gear. I mean, artists, obviously, from New Orleans, but from all around the country, which includes Irma Thomas, 
and Crazy Love, which is one of my favorite ones on the album for a lot of reasons. You know, it starts Instant Love Volume 1. It's the first track. I had to lead with it because Irma Thomas is a legend. Eric had Miss Irma come down to his studio and do Crazy Love. And actually, at first, I remember y'all sent me the demo and she was saying he all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I kind of left it up to you <laughs> to explain that to her. I think I kind of left girl. it to you, actually, <laughs> if I recall. I yeah, was I like, guess it was. Email yeah. of like, Miss Irma, it's women to women. I hope you're comfortable with that. And mm. she actually came back saying that her mother gave her unconditional love and she wanted to express that. So she came around. You really did the arrangement. You got all kinds of musicians involved. I really just left it up to you to put it together because yeah. I knew it would be amazing. Cool. So how many different people did you work with on this song? Maybe four or five. I did mm-hmm. I did the drums first. Well, mm-hmm. I put chords down, MIDI chords, yep. just so I could have the chord arrangement and never not mind the arrangement of the song. Mm-hmm. And then uh, kind of started stacking the track. And then I stumbled on a bass line in the chorus that I really liked. Oh, yeah. But couldn't necessarily play like I wanted to. So that led me to bring in my friend Josh LeBlanc. And I sort of okay. fed him the idea, the line, and he did his own thing with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like where we ended up with that. And then... Um, yeah, everyone loved the bass. Cool. Oh yeah, that I, that's that's a big one for me. I, it always comes back to like what the rhythm section is doing and how that supports the vocal. Mm-hmm. Like guitars are cool and keys are cool and harmonic embellishment is cool, but to me the thing that really connects with people is like rhythm and melody. Mm-hmm. If you've got the rhythm happening in the drums and the melody happening in the vocal, then the bass is kind of the thing that ties those two together and can really propel a song forward. I had some background singers come in, Amanda DeCorbier and Jelly Joseph did the the background female parts. Okay. Jelly has been crushing uh, with her band Tank and the Bangas. They're Bangas? I love it. Have you heard of Tank and <laughs> no, the Bangas? No, but I will now because that you name is You should check amazing. it out. Okay. I haven't seen this trajectory of success from a New Orleans act, possibly in my entire life. And I'm honored that they played on this song. It's yeah. badass. When we uh, when it came time to do like choir stuff, I hit up a friend of mine, PJ Morton. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know PJ's. He's in Maroon 5. But he also has his finger on the pulse of mm-hmm. the church and gospel scene of New Orleans because his father is a pastor. Well, I remember when we got the track, the reaction in our studio with my engineer Alonzo Vargas and Richard Goddard, like no one said anything. And Alonzo just goes, that's a record. And I was like, I don't think I've ever heard you say something like that ever. And Richard goes, her voice, he's like, it just cuts through. That's why she's a singer. I mean, you just hear that voice and you're just so captivated by the song. And really all we did was we added Devel Crawford who lives in New York, upstate. Great touch. Came in and Richard, you know, Richard loves New Orleans. He debated kind of coming down here in like the 70s or 80s and just staying and playing in bars and just never leaving. And then me being from here, Richard just has a love for the city. And he wanted that New Orleans piano. 
Yeah. And we met Deval Crawford because Irma Thomas was up in New York at City Winery maybe a year ago or something, playing a tribute to Alan Toussaint. So she was up here singing her hits that he wrote for her, and Devell was on the piano. And we just took one look at him and his sequin blazer and was like, we need to work with this dude on something. And when I called him to ask him to do this, like he picks up the phone, like, hello? Because I have a New Orleans number. <laughs> like He's probably like, who the hell is calling me? And then I told him about it and he said, I'll do it first for Irma. I'll do it second for you, and I'll do it third for all the women out there. <laughs> and I was like, I'll take it in whatever order you <laughs> That's want. That's a good line. So he added his little piano to it, and really, that was it. And then my dad contributed a little bit of guitar that we added into the second verse. So with that, I'm going to wrap this up, but it was delightful sitting with you. And thank you for inviting me to Wix Mix Studios slash your groovy home. And I hope this isn't my last time here. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for having me. Love, 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 love. Well, up next is one of my favorite segments where the two Richards get together and talk rock and roll history. So Richard Goddard sits down with musician from the bongos, music historian, man about town, Richard Barone. Take it away, guys. Crazy Love. Yes. Van Morrison song that was recorded by... Irma Thomas in New Orleans. Wow, that was in New Orleans, huh? Yeah, it was actually recorded in New Orleans. Wow. It's a great song. You know, I had forgotten that song. There was a hit version in the 70s, early, maybe 1970 or 71, that was done by Helen Reddy. Wow. So there was a woman who did it, but she did, didn't. She did change the gender. So she well, that's what, sang that's about what a guy. Yeah. Then, yeah, Right. But it's so sweet to hear it without changing the gender because it, it, it's a different kind of song that a guy writes for a woman, then he would, you know, it's just, it's, there's some, there's another element in it that it sounds beautiful when you keep the gender intact. I saw an artist the other night, actually, and I love her, Suzanne Vega, doing mm -hmm. a song and it was at a T-Rex tribute and she did change the gender. And I was thinking, and I love Suzanne. So this is not yeah. a criticism. And that's a natural thing to do is to change the gender. But it was a song and it's like, I could have loved you. This lyric is my Mark Boland, one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. I could have loved you girl like a priestess. I could have, you know, it's like a beautiful love song. It's a wow. list of a litany of things that he would do for this girl, but she turns him down. But when you change it to the gender, it didn't have the same impact. Right. You know, right. it did not. And I, as much as I, and I, she did a beautiful job. So it was not a criticism, but I'm just saying that I was thinking, especially knowing that this project exists, I was thinking, wow, how nice it would have been if she didn't change the gender. And, you know, maybe before we even get into these other songs, I wanted to ask you, because I think you produced a record. I'm not sure if you did produce it, so you can please correct me. But The Roaches. I did, did I did. Did you produce Love, Radiate, uh, Love Radiates? Or, I think you did. That song was written by a guy. They covered it, a guy, Mark Johnson, who I know, and they did not change the gender. And yeah. it's like, it's the most beautiful thing, you know? They uh, wouldn't have. I mean, they yeah. had great awareness of, uh, of themselves. Yeah. It, it was not one of my successful records. I don't even no. know if I got along that well with them no, but because the I was trying to make them into a, a successful pop group because that's what I was paid to do. Absolutely. So I kept saying, I, I remember, you know, give me a song, you know, that's got a pop twist or something that the company can sell. You did a beautiful job with you them. Know, I know those girls and they're great, but you did a fantastic job well, with them. Oh, thank you. But, uh, well, you know, it was one of those things. And it was funny because I I wanted them to do something obviously yeah. commercial. So they go home, they come back and they say, 
here's a hit, Richard. And I thought it was sort of a sarcastic approach to it. It was, <laughs> it was called, I think I referred to pizza in, uh, in saying it's like a food you should eat. So they wrote a song called, uh, give me a slice with li- everything on it. I really like that song, though. It's a funny song. <laughs> give with- me a slice with everything on it. But you know, they they have a they have a sense of humor. Like they had songs. They do. They do. They had a song about the music industry called Big Nothing, and it was about mm-hmm. their appearance on SNL. Yeah, and it was almost like saying everybody said oh, the next day you're going to be the biggest stars in the There's world. Big and they did a great performance. I mean, they did a really I, I, perfect yeah. performance. But then the next day was nothing. So they wrote a song called "Big Nothing." Big nothing. No, they had a yeah. great sense of humor yeah. and a great feeling uh, yes. for music in general. They did. They're very musical. Okay, but love about the roaches. But Let's the cor- get back to uh, right. to Irma Thomas, a uh, great right. singer in her own right. Beautiful. You know? yeah. So great. And still has this amazing voice that just cuts through the speakers. Mm-hmm. You know. It's a great track on the on this on this project. Yeah, you you had some information about the song itself. It was you know written uh, like many of the songs. When I was looking through the original versions, I found that many were written for their wives at the time. Many of these songwriters, and Van Morrison had written it for his wife, Janet Planet. On the record, the original single was a photo of them as a couple. You know what I mean? So these songs are very personally written for a woman. It's not just a random idea of a woman. These songs, and I found this throughout the project, were written for specific. Women, you know, with oh. their names are here on the paper. You know, it's like, you know, that's so it's it's kind of a nice thing. And, and the songs that were chosen were very personal love songs, you know. So I, I, I think that's an important part of what this project stands for. Empowering women, giving them the ability, the right to interpret this piece of music in any way they see fit. Great. Very nice. Love, 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 love. The Instant Love Podcast is very pleased to welcome to the Orchard Studios NYC our illustrator, Rebecca Morheiser. And we're going to talk about the inspiration for all of the single cover art, as well as dig a little bit into these songs and what they mean between women. So with that, welcome, Rebecca. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Okay, so now I want to talk about Crazy Love, the inspiration for that cover with the lady. Who is the lady on the cover? I mean, the lady is just like any lady. I was just like when once we got started and actually I, I should say this, that when I first sent you those two designs, right. I don't think I fully realized that you wanted to do a unique design for every single. Like I thought like it was going to be one design. You were going to choose one of those and then like it would be every single or that for 10, you know, or something like that. Hells no. Um, So once you were like, (laughs) no, (laughs) one for every (laughs) song, I really like started trying to brainstorm about like all the different types of like the the different sort of forms of female female. love. Yeah. Yeah. Which can be like, some of it is like about sort of like a confidence. Mm. Um, and that's really what inspired like me for the crazy love thing. It's like a woman doing something that she loves and like mm. owning it on stage. Um, Cause I think she has a mic in front of her. Yes. She's supposed to be sort of like a, like a yeah. power. I, I don't want to say diva cause that has negative connotations, but like, yeah. And in the way that a diva owns her, sure owns it, you know? And on all of the covers, there's always a heart that you have kind of hidden somewhere. Yeah. I love that one. And we've sort of used that woman um, in a lot of other things. Like she's our artist on the Instant Love website. And wait, on the Instant Records website with all the pictures of our other artists, we have Crazy Love Lady, which 
you know, <laughs> she's just the best. But I like that, that it was the idea of a confident woman because she does look confident. There's like a spotlight almost behind her. And right. And she's, she's sassy. She's, she's singing. Yeah. Doing what she loves. And yeah. doing it well. Oh, I love that. And again, I mean, I say that all of them are one of my favorites, which is true. But Crazy Love was very special getting Irma Thomas on it. The recording, I think, came out very strong. And again, with that image. So cheers, hopefully, to more collaborations in the new year. Yes. Compression. Equalization. Separation. Now, Richard talks to our engineer, Alonzo, about the sound of instant love. Master it. Pan it. Turn it up to 11. We're here today with Alonzo Vargas. Alonzo is the chief engineer at the Orchard Studio. He is responsible for all the final sound on the entire Instant Love project. So, Alonzo, it must be really interesting. Uh, you're getting uh, music that's done, well, some of it that's done in different places in the world, the sounds that were put on by the artist and other people, and the goal of making it sound cohesive with the entire uh, project must be an interesting challenge. And I know we do some of the recordings here. We can talk about that later. What about some of the things that we've gotten from, well, let's take, for example, the Irma Thomas and Crazy Love. Uh, can you tell me something about what it was like? What were the tapes like that came in? And what do we have to do with them here? Well, the tapes that came in were really great. Just listen to the rough mix to understand what the vibe was that they felt that day and then just amplify that. Understanding what they were feeling that day, just pushing that more to the, making everything more obvious to the to the listener. Well, one thing we did, we added uh, piano up here. Yes, we did. We, we did that the uh, in the Orchard Studio. The piano was played by another New Orleans native. I think he came in here for like an hour or so. Yeah and then put down that whole New Orleans thing. So we we got the feel in New Orleans, and we added the feel in New Orleans. Yeah. yeah it cool. took longer to set up his piano than the time it took <laughs> to record his part. Well, you know, if you're making music, that's almost like what it should be, right? You should just... Uh, yep. It should just come off your fingers, you know? Instant love. So, Allison, you got anything going on next week? Oh, I got something going on. I got You Really Got Me by Whoa. the Kinks on my mind. And okay. we are going to talk about our version of that song. Tell me about it. Ugh, it's amazing. Girl, you really got me going. And Caval has us going. And she did this song for us. And it's so sexy and urgent and up all night. You know, it's so descriptive and, and, and primal. And I absolutely love it. And I'm excited to dig into it with you. Great. You really got me by Caval. 